Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, hello there, partner. This is better than a rodeo. You've got Growing in Grace. I'm Cap along with uh, the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski. <laughs> That's right, man. And I'm... Uh... I'm in the mood for pizza, so I don't even know what you're doing this Western stuff for. <laughs> I'm always in the mood for pizza, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't even know why you called me here on Skype. I'm, I'm about ready to sit down and have some pizza. Well, I'm I coming don't, over. I don't we'll, want to we'll do this. We'll break pizza together. <laughs> we'll break pizza, hold the anchovies, right? Now, that's a church I want to go to, Joel. When they're doing communion and they're breaking pizza, I don't care what they're teaching. I'm there. So what are you going to do? Like Instead of um, bread and wine, have pizza and beer? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I haven't had a beer for decades, but ten yeah, weeks. Pizza, huh? uh, pizza more recently. <laughs> pizza is a good thing. I think pizza is the essence of life. <laughs> no, no argument actually. for me, man. I'll <laughs> throw some Dr. Pepper in there. I'm not trying to compare the the blood of Jesus to Dr. Pepper. I'm just, you know, it's all symbolic here. We right? are being irreverent here, but all in good humor in case some people don't understand us. <laughs> well, it's kind of what we're going to talk about here today, Joel. I mean, the program is called Growing in Grace. And guess what our subject, our topic is today, class? <laughs> it's going to be grace. But this thing about um, communion... Sometimes we religiousized that, too, and I know we've done programs on it before, but there are times where you don't have to be religious about it. I mean, communion is just a time to, to get together and remember what, what Jesus did for us. And I just think it's interesting that Jesus tied food and drink into this thing called communion. You know, Jesus and the disciples, I mean, if you look through the, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you, you see they're eating a lot. They're, they're out there eating, feeding people with basketfuls left over. They're eating together. And right before Jesus went to the cross, they were eating where Jesus held up the cup and demonstrated, you know, the, the symbolism of his blood. And But I don't think it has to be a little round wafer that we have at church. I think you can have a meal and you can have a drink, whatever it is. I know wine is symbolic of that, but and, and I think you can uh, have communion together and in remembrance of what Jesus did. Yeah, I mean, I don't personally, I, yeah, I don't think it was meant to ever be a, a ritualistic thing. Um, it's okay, I think, that churches do that, but it really did center around a meal. That was the purpose, that whenever you eat and drink, remember me. I mean, that's that's really what what we call today communion is. Uh, and that's not our subject for today, by the way, communion. But, I mean, the whole idea that the body of Christ, when you're together, a big part of fellowship is often food. And so Jesus simply said, when you come together and, and you eat, just re you know, remember me. And uh, like you said, the wine was symbolic of his blood that was shed for us. The bread was uh, symbolic of his body that was broken for us. And uh, as long as we're together in this community and we're eating and drinking, let's remember him. And it's good. I mean, I don't, I, like I said, I don't think it was ever meant to be a ritualistic type of thing, but simply something that we do to, uh, when we're together as a body. So have you ever heard somebody say, we're doing a Bible study right now on grace? Or maybe you've heard uh, a pastor say, we're going to be doing a five-part series on grace, as if this was some sort of subject or topic 
almost like a side dish, Joel. And then after the Grace series, we're going to go back to, I don't know what they would go back to. How do you set Grace aside or focus on just Grace for a matter of a short period of time? I, I hear you on that. I've uh, seen that before, a series on Grace, and actually, a few years ago, uh, a series on Grace at a church was followed by a 10-part series on the law. And uh, so anyway, Grace, I know to many people, you think, well, Grace is something we need to learn about. Grace is something we need to know. Yeah, it's part of our life in Christ. So you learn about Grace. Yes, yeah, for, we're forgiven of sins. Yeah, thankfully that when we sin, uh, God's grace covers us. You know, that's the kind of the mindset that people have. And so we need God's grace uh, for when we mess up. But to many people, and, and for me, that really was the essence of what grace was for a while in my life. I just thought, yeah, God uh, forgives me when I sin, and so that's good. But grace is definitely so much more than simply forgiveness, and it's so much more than just simply a subject that we need to learn about in our lives in Christ. I believe, and I've used this, I've written about this, and I've done videos on it, and I'm sure I've mentioned it on our podcast in the past, too. I believe that grace, much like pizza, is the essence <laughs> it's the essence of our life in Christ. And again, people, that was just a joke. But I do believe that grace is the essence, not just a subject. It wasn't just a joke, and you know it. <laughs> you're, you know, see, you're, you're talking in a language that I can understand now. So many times you, you start talking about the Scripture, Joel, and, and you know, you're just so smart and everything that you start to lose me, and I'm, I'm just doing everything I can on these podcasts to hang on. But when you can make these connections for me where... I can relate to them. It's like a cartoon for me. So to the Jews, I gotta have be... pictures, and pizza is a good picture for me. So <laughs> grace, you know, you, you hear this, Joel, from people who perhaps have a little bit more of a legalistic. How can I phrase this? A legalistic, traditional view of the gospel, and I don't mean that in a positive way. They might come to somebody like you and me and others and say that, you know, this grace thing that you guys are talking about, that's great, I appreciate what you're saying, but you know, you might be taking it a little bit too far. You, you have to have a balance. And usually, I don't know what you think of when you hear the word balance, Joel, when it comes to grace, but I think usually, pepperoni whether they mean sausage. to or not, they usually mean you got to mix a little bit of law in there. I think it's pepperoni and sausage that you got to balance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to help you. To the Jews, I become like a Jew. To the Gentiles, I become like a Gentile. To Cap, <laughs> I talk pizza. Mamma mia. Well, <laughs> so I think usually that's usually where they're going with this, though, is because they're thinking, well, there's too, because if you teach too much grace, it leads to a license to sin. And they'll even sound good by saying, you know, you, you want to stay away from law because then that brings, you know, you back into something else. And, and so that they kind of try and take you, you know, so that you're not teetering too far one way or the other. There's a balance here, Joel, and I'm not sure exactly what that means. I, I don't either. And I've heard people say that a lot is as if you can have too much grace. Now, grace, there's so many things that come to mind when I think of grace and we'd never be able to cover it all. But, you know, a lot of people, part of their thinking when they're talking about that is because we need the law. We need to balance grace with law so that people won't just go out there and sin. But isn't it grace that teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts? That's what Paul said. It's grace that does that. The law, on the other hand, 
as we read in Romans, that's the thing that uh, brings sin about. It, it, it entices sin. It brings sin to the surface and uh, makes sin overflow. Uh, the law is what does that. And so if we try to balance grace with the law, we end up with more sin. And so I really don't think that it's a wise thing to balance grace with anything, because again, grace is the essence of life in Christ. Yeah, and, and somebody has even gone so far as to say, and I agree with them, grace really is a person. I mean, the person we're talking about is Jesus Christ. So you can't really separate Jesus and grace. You can't put grace over here and, and the gospel and Jesus here on this side of the table. They, they're together. They are one and the same. You know, it's, there's so many things that we could go through as far as scriptures. That's not our purpose of this program. We could rattle off a ton of them here on the subject of grace. People say, well, you, what you were just talking about, Joel, it might lead to the people sinning. You know, they think they can just do whatever they want. It, it's actually grace. I think Paul wrote to Titus and said that it was, it was grace that actually motivates us to live godly in Christ Jesus. So religion has got it wrong by trying to teach people what to avoid instead of teaching them who they are in Christ and the freedom that we have in him through unconditional love. That's going to be the motivator for people coming into an understanding of God freely loving them simply because they are who they are. God loves you because you're you and for no other reason. It's unconditional. Understanding that, growing in that, actually will trigger a, a natural response, if I can use that word natural, to want to respond to God in a more positive way. Yeah, and you know, Paul talking about his life in Christ, he said this, he said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And, and he was talking about this life in Christ and, and, and how he, he himself labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. But then he said, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. And so the way to live naturally, using that word that you were just talking about in this, in this life in Christ, is to put our trust, our confidence in grace, in God's grace, uh, because that is the essence of, of where all this stuff comes from. Like you say, the motivation and the, the way to uh, live out our days on this earth in Christ is by grace. If we're trying to do it in our own strength, by our own works, by the law or whatever, that's not grace. But uh, what will be the motivation and what will be God's strength in us is when we are weak in and of ourselves when we realize that we can't do this stuff by ourselves. Uh, we're not sitting here trying to be strong Christians. We are basically, in and of ourselves, weak people who are dependent upon this completely sufficient thing called God's grace. And so we can, we can always put our trust in that, and that alone, really. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, we, we've covered this before, but the phrase fallen from grace, if you were to see a headline that said, well, this minister was caught in some sort of scandal and fallen from grace might be the headline. That's what people usually think of when they hear the phrase fallen from grace means that they went and, and did a bunch of bad stuff. It's, that's not what it means at all. The, the term fallen from grace in, in Galatians chapter 5, Paul, of course, was encouraging the Galatians to get away from that old covenant bondage of the law and the commandments. And he said, stand fast, therefore, in the freedom or the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not become entangled again with a yoke of bondage through the law. But he went on to say, I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempted to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. 
So trying to uh, somehow establish yourself in any way, shape, or form through your works is the opposite of what grace is. And, and coming back to this again to reiterate the point, you can't just do a series on grace. You can't. Uh, you can't just do a Bible study on grace. It's not just a subject or a topic from the Bible that you yank out and study for a while and move on to the next topic. You can't separate the gospel from grace. It should be in, in everything we do. It's, it's the air that we breathe. That's right, and that's, I think that's a great way to end this one. And there's plenty more that we could say about this, but just I think the bottom line is that God's grace, God's beauty, his life is inextricably woven. All Christians are grace people, whether they believe it or not, <laughs> whether they understand it or not, because they can do nothing apart from God's grace. And so um, I think it's uh, something for us to always uh, keep remembering that life in Christ is by grace. Well, we've got some really great things uh, coming up in the, in the weeks to come here on Growing in Grace. One of my favorite things to do, Cap, is to uh, point out contrasts. And one thing we've got in mind to do is to talk about the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, the law versus grace, and so many things that we can, where we can contrast the differences between the Old and the New. I think this is going to be some really fun stuff to talk about as we get ourselves established in God's grace and, and out of the Old way of thinking. So stay tuned for that in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.